Hello everyone, welcome to Summit Church Online. Today I'm going to talk about the benefits of supplements. You know, there was a television show on a daily television show uh, that was on several years ago and it's probably on for about 10 years total. And uh, it talked about health and fitness and wellness. And the doctor that hosted this show um, promoted all kinds of supplements. He promoted supplements about for weight loss, for liver enzymes, for cholesterol, for uh, oh, um, all kinds of things, digestive supplements, uh, all kinds of things. It went on and on and on and on. If you took everything he promoted, you'd probably ta be taking pills, supplements from morning until nighttime, and you'd probably end up broke too. And that's kind of the money-making side of supplements. But did you know that some supplements are really useful? really useful for you. Uh, vitamin D is a really good example. If you don't have enough vitamin D in your system, then your bones can become weak. And uh, so taking vitamin D supplement is a really good idea for some people, especially if your vitamin D levels are low and if you can't get enough sun, because if you don't have enough vitamin D, you can get osteoporosis and your bones can become weak. So that's a really good thing to have a normal vitamin D level. You know, extra calcium calcium can uh, can help if you have uh, a diagnosis of osteoporosis. Zinc can help with our immune system. So there's all different kinds of supplements that can be really helpful. Um, some supplements, like the ones I listed, can be uh, recommended in a, to work with a healthy lifestyle of diet and exercise. So supplements can be good. But did you know that there's supplements mentioned in the Bible? These are things that are to be added to our faith to live a healthy spiritual life. You know, it's only by faith, only, only, only by faith in Jesus Christ that we're saved, that we become a child of God, that we're born again. That's the only way we can get saved. But these supplements added to our Christian life make us, what the Bible says, productive and useful. So we want to be productive and useful and that brings more glory to the Lord Jesus Christ, more glory to God. So we're going to talk about supplements for our Christian life today. So let's look at 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. And this is in the New Living Translation. It says, May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a prayer that we can pray for other people and we can pray for ourselves that God would give us more grace and more peace as we grow in our knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. <clears throat> Verse 3, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for uh, living a godly life. Isn't that awesome? We have received all this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. Isn't God so good? He's given us everything that we need. Verse 4, and because of his glory and excellence, he has given us these great and precious promises. Isn't that awesome? These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corrupt corruption caused by human desires. See, those promises are like God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him shall have eternal life. So that's a great and precious promise that God has given us. So in view of all those promises, in view of all of his grace and mercy and, 
in view of everything that God's given us, it says in verse 5, in view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. So God's given us promises. We need to respond to them. Then it says in verse 5, supplement or add to your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence or virtue. And moral ex add and add to that moral excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness or holiness. In verse 7, and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for anyone or for everyone. I'm sorry. So God is telling to add all these things to our faith. Our faith is what gives us eternal life and um, makes us a child of God. That's our faith. That's our faith all by itself. But we're supposed to add things to our faith. So he mentioned here moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, patient endurance, godliness, brotherly affection, and love for everyone. Verse 8, the more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So adding these things, supplementing our faith with these things, makes us more productive and more useful. Um, verse 9, but those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. So dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you really are among those God has called and chosen. See, we don't have to do any work to be saved, but we have to do some work to show people around us that we really are Christians. We have to do these things that he talked about. Do these things and you will never fall away. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, talk about those different things that we're to supplement our faith with. And I got some help from Adam Clark's commentary. He talks about these things individually. And I think you'll find it very interesting and very helpful. So again, uh, adding to our faith doesn't mean that, that uh, we need these things to be born again. Uh, we're, we're born again only by faith in Jesus Christ when we put our whole faith and trust in him. But these are the things we're supposed to add to our lives afterwards. The first one it talks about is moral excellence, our virtue. And what that means from the Bible is courage or fortitude. It enables us to profess the faith that we have before men in these times of persecution. So we need that, we need that fortitude, we need that courage to share the gospel of Christ. And we're supposed to add that, we're supposed to supplement that to our faith. The second one is knowledge, our true wisdom. Uh, we need that to increase our faith, to grow in our Christian walk. And we get wisdom and knowledge from the word of God. You know, our courage needs to be directed. The courage that we have to share the gospel needs to be directed by knowledge and wisdom to prevent us from uh, sharing bad doctrine, sharing heresy, being rash or crude or being judgmental. We need the wisdom that God gives and the knowledge from his word. Self-control is the next thing. Or another word for that is temperance. It means a proper and limited use of all earthly enjoyments, keeping every sense under proper restraints and never permitting your fleshly desires to supersede or have control of you. So we need to control our fleshly desires, control the things that, that 
push us, our body pushes us to do, or our, you know, <clears throat> I think we all understand what self-control is. We have to control our appetites, control uh, our fleshly desires. We have to control our thoughts. We have to control our mouth. And that is a supplement to our faith. The next thing is patient endurance. We need to bear under uh, all trials and difficulties with an even mind, enduring it all and persevering through it all. So patient endurance uh, means that we, we stick with it, we bear through trials, we, we last, we last out, we hold out, we don't give up and we don't quit. The next one is godliness. It means piety towards God, a deep reverential religious fear. Not only worship God with every uh, act that we have, but adoring him, loving him, magnifying him with our whole hearts and living in holiness. So godliness is another supplement that we need for our faith. And then the next one, there's a lot of them aren't there. <laughs> the next one is brotherly kindness. We're to love our Christian brothers and sisters. We're to have a strong attachment to the body of Christ, to, to, the, to the flock, the bride of Christ, to the Christian flock. Um, we need to take care of them as we would take care of our own selves. We need to love and care for them. And then the last one is love for everyone. We are to love every single person in the human race, even those who persecute us. We're supposed to love like God does. And here it says, true religion is neither selfish nor insulated. Where the love of God is, bigotry cannot exist. Narrow, selfish people who scarcely have any hope of the salvation of those who do not believe as they believe and who do not follow with them. So we're, we uh, are supposed to love all people, not just the people who believe exactly the way we do. If, we, if we're like that, we're narrow-minded. God loves every single person and provides salvation to us all. Um, sometimes when we don't love other people, we think we're in a group that we're the only ones that are right. So we need to have love for everyone, love for every single person, and that's the way that we're able to share the gospel with them. And then in verse 9, it talks, it says, But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. So we don't want to be short-sighted, we don't want to be blind, but we want to be walking in the things that God wants us to walk in. So here's some results that the Bible talks about of not adding these supplements to your faith. Um, the Bible says you'll be idle. It talks about that. It talks about um, if you, it, uh, let me go back. The results, if you add these things, add these supplements to your faith, if you add these things that the Bible talks about, you'll not be idle. You'll not be unfruitful. Um, the uh, translation, the original translation there means that um, unfruitful means to be very unhappy, to be barren, to be inactive or unfruitful. So if we add these things to our faith, moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, patient endurance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love for everyone will not be unfruitful. The Bible says that we'll be more productive and more useful in our knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says here that we will prove that we are really among those who God has called and chosen 
See, when people are born again, there needs to be evidence of that. We need to be able to see that. And the Bible says that we need to add these things so people can really see that we have changed. Uh, the Bible says in these verses, if you do these things, you will never fall away. And it also says God will give, give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, if we're born again, if we've made Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of our life, you know, we do have eternal life. We're going into heaven. But if we add these things to our faith, the Bible says we'll get a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I think that'd be great to get a grand entrance into the kingdom of God. So I hope you've uh, learned some t things today about supplementing your faith, the things we're supposed to add to our faith. And I think the most important one is at the very end, it's love, love for all people. And uh, Jesus said it in the Bible, it said, uh, God has said it in the Bible, the Father has said it, that w the most important thing is to love God and to love uh, people. So let's add that to our lives. Let's supplement our lives with all these good things and be healthy, healthy, strong, and useful Christians. Well, I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope that you make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life so you can enter into that kingdom and add, add all these things, supplement your life, all these things, so you can pre be productive for the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you learned something, and uh, I hope you have a great week. And our prayer for you is that um, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, will enlighten your hearts and minds with the, with the knowledge of his word. We'll talk to you next week, and I hope you turn in, tune in on Sunday for Pastor Terry's message. Bye-bye.